and welcome to another episode of The Science Patrol. Join us as we discuss the adventures of A.G. Subarai's Warriors of Light and their unending fight against the forces of darkness and relentless monster armies. And now, the hosts of The Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Okay, well that's how these things go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to The Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. Uh, my name is Rich Conroy, I'm your host, and with me as always is the lovely and talented Mr. Patrick Rooney. Hey everybody, how are you? Yeah, you know, I learned today, this week was the meaning of the word avuncular. Okay, do tell. It is means uncle-like. So when someone uses avuncular, they are like a fun uncle. Somehow. It's true. Okay. It's true. Uh, like, somebody's never, like, okay. you know, like when you describe someone as avuncular. I never describe anybody that way. Okay. Well, when you hear someone describe okay, as avuncular. <laughs> They're just a fun uncle. Okay. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, he's a guy. He, like, you know, he's cool. You, you want to hang out with him. You know, he tell you a dirty joke. You know, whatever. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair yeah. Enough. So that was, hey, you guys learned something too today. <laughs> so here we are. Uh, we're covering a, the latest episode of Ultraman Jeed, which aired November 4th, The Dream's Inheritor, or Inheritor of the Dream, depending on which translation you're looking at. Um, the uh, fandom by, powered by Wikia says Inheritor of the Dream, which I think is what they call it. On, they had it on the screen, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Now, um, let's see. Uh, written by Sachio Yanai and directed by Ryuichi Ito. And uh, so, a brief summary is an amnesiatic Keifukide is assaulted by a Dada who uh, is in possession of a customized stolen Legionoid robot. Yes. He, he regains his memories and resumes his plans of serving his master Belial. Now, with the, the Fuki, at, at first, he doesn't really know who he is. Nope. And this woman, who I didn't catch her name. Uh, it's here somewhere. Hang on. Do, 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 keep talking. <laughs> oh, the woman is a fan of his and wants to help him regain his memory. Yeah. So he can tell her how to write books of the same ilk that yeah, he Yeah, she writes. wants to write his story. Uh, her name is uh, Ari Ishikari. Okay. I mean, she's an attractive young lady, but... Is she really a young lady, or is she too an alien? They didn't really go into that. Either. No, I think I don't know. I think we don't know. That's what I think. Right, but it, I went with she has to. She's a young woman. Oh, she's fine-looking young lady, right. no doubt. Because I mean, we all know Fuki is a sturm. Is I guess what he is. An alien sturm, yeah. An alien sturm. So she could be a different sort of alien hiding in human form. Sure. Could I give it that? Sure. She could also just be a humanoid-looking alien, like Fukuide. So yeah, but that's what yeah. I'm saying. She, you know, could be an alien. Sure, yeah. fine. He just, uh, you know, they, they do have aliens that look like us. So uh, do we look like them? Pat? We look like them. All right, <laughs> could be. <laughs> okay, so a week has passed since Billy's defeat as Riku frets over what sort of job he should take to help people before. Right, there's uh, all the different things. Yeah, that it's I like should be this or that, which I thought was cute. You know, it opens up and he's like trying to figure out, like, oh, I don't know what I should be. And the when I grow up, yeah. sort of. And oh, yeah, we open up with the, the store, galaxy market. It has a right. huge sale because it's been a week since Billy has been defeated. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, you're going to do this every day? Sure, why not? He's yeah. over happy, overjoyed to be having a sale because it, oh. No, no monsters. That's yeah. There's no monsters, and Billy has been defeated. Right. We're Which, all happy about I that. Guess. We're all happy about that. Um. And uh, we see a uh, news report detailing uh, 
K being on the run uh, because they suspect him as uh, the murderer of his editor, right. um, Giorgio Sumi. Which I'm guessing the editor got killed while the monster was attacking, but they don't. No, no, I think he killed him. If I remember correctly, they might have killed him. Actually, but he killed him. Killed him. Okay. Yeah, I think he killed him. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong, but I don't remember. Um. So uh, the group, you know, they're gathered. They're they're uh, trying to find the scattered monster capsules. Uh, yeah. That, that when Billy died, right? They scattered all his monster capsules. Obviously, cap- scattered cap- all the monster capsules. Capsules. Yeah. First day with that new mouth again. I keep yeah. telling you not to buy new mouths. It's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> when they put them on sale like that, you're like, all right, all give right, it to Angelina Jolie. I love those lips. <laughs> oh, they're fantastic. Um. So. Uh, Riku sees AIB and Zero corner uh, uh, Fukuide as he and the city come under attack by a customized legionoid yes. who is piloted by a revenge-driven Dada who is uh, hell-bent on killing K for Belial's uh, actions against his own race, the Dada. Right, and it's also now that he knows that Belial is gone, he can take over in right. Belial's place. Right. And what I didn't they didn't really get into is Sometimes Dada is in the monster, driving the controls, yes. and other times he's just not and telling the monster what to do. And I'm like, well, at the beginning he summons the thing, and then he pops into it, and then it's all from inside. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. Maybe I missed that part. Yeah, that's a possibility. And let me tell you something, guys. the The Legionoid monster, the Legionoid robot, is is first off a great looking design to begin with. Yes, absolutely. Really now, cool monster look. The Dada, of course, like. Pimps it all out with the white and black stripes of a Dada. If you're going to have a monster, why not design it yeah, after yourself? Which I, is great. I love that. <laughs> I, that. I sat there going, really? That's how we're going to do yeah, this? Yeah, like, look, not only am I going to crush you guys, but I'm going to do it in a really slick looking car. You know, like, it's the Fast and Furious of, uh, Ultraman, yeah. of yeah. Ultraman monsters. Yeah, so he, he, he they have this great... It's really nice. It's a black and white, lots of stripes, giant robot, really angular. It suits it suits the Dada very well. Yes, yes. It because does. the Dada, while he's humanoid, he does have more angles that than a big normal, giant head. Right, <laughs> more angles than a person would have, so that way they can emphasize the stripes. I get right. it. Right, but now the robot, being a robot, is allowed to have even more weird angles yeah. and. All sorts of weird stuff. Just so hey, it's a robot. Yeah. It's got lines because yeah. it's a Dada robot. Yeah. Once you get into the movies, um, oh hint, guys! I gave Pat the first Ultraman Zero movie today, so we're gonna we're gonna do that, handle that in uh, next week As when we record, episode. and we're gonna record a backup episode for that. So we're gonna try to do the Ultraman, uh, the three Ultraman Zero movies in a row. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah, I try. So now. Be prepared. If it's if coming soonish, it. yeah. <laughs> if you can see, oh yeah, movie. if you guys can see it, uh, it's on YouTube in like six parts. I'm sure it's somewhere else too. Um, subtitled, but so. we will get to it sometime Very during soon. the break. Yeah, it's going to be soon. It's going to be soon. Um, so um, Zero holds off the lead joint in the space battle. Um, Rico and Moa then lose K to thanks to an author who takes the amnesiac amnesiac villain to her workplace in the mountains. Right. Her, she introduces herself as Ari Ishikari and she wants to know what his story is for me. 
non-biased perspective. Yeah, of course. And what I did notice about this woman is there are very big shades of the movie Misery, <laughs> where she is holding him, you will teach me everything that you know, right. or th bad things could happen. Well, she had an ankle him at least. It looked like he was going to I can't even think about that scene. <laughs> God! Bates, I love you. Oh, it looked like it might have getting be getting close. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we get a nice space battle that was good. Um, and uh, what I really liked is the fact that um, Zero and the salaryman are are like kind of arguing. He's like, "Look, I know you can last longer out in space, but this is tiring you out. You gotta knock this yeah, off. You gotta calm down." Yeah. And he's like, "No, nah, I got this." And it beats him. It actually yeah. beat zero. Yeah. And you're sitting there going, that, that can't be good. And, now, right. and what they've said in this show, it's now going to take him 20 hours to regenerate back to being right. able to be right. zero again. And you're like, well, we know zero's a little stronger than G. Right. Because I guess he's older or whatever. Right. That can't be good. No. But no. And the Legionoids, what's crazy about it, you realize how strong a Legionoid robot is. Um, just think of the implications of the name. It's a legionnaire. And what are legionnaires composed of? Lots and lots of people. I don't know. There you go. Lots and lots of legionoid robots. Okay. So that is Belial's or Belial's army. They are legionoid robots. Also, Darklopses. Did not catch that. From what I remember, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that. it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> not not exactly what you're looking for. So um, a week in zero does bring back um, the Legionary to Earth. Uh, of course, in the same area as K and the Dada. Of course. Uh, of course. As, as, as K, rather. And the Dada opens fire on him and Ari. Right. And you can see a nice picture. Dada puts K in this fire, which somehow sort of affects him. But and he remembers, yeah. He starts to remember everything inside this fire. And right. you're like, okay, I don't quite see how that Well, I think work. the fire's going on. Just in his head. I think that's going on up here. Okay. <laughs> that's that's what we like to call a virtual fire. Oh, is that what it I is? think so? Okay, fair enough. I think fair that's one of those things where like um you know, they're blowing all these explosions around him and then he kinda goes into a PTSD sort of flashback. Okay. Okay. I can buy that. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Okay. Yeah. And you get to see what he is seeing. He's sort of how, head. that's the only way they can probably, ow, that they can probably, um... Explain it away. Like, even visualize it to represent that he's having, like, this, oh, yes, yes, there was fire and there was Belial and then... Okay. And okay. now I'm a bad guy again! Yeah, 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 So, um, he, he, he says, uh, you know, he's He's Billy's servant, and he intends to carry out uh, his master's desires as he places, uh, or rather, as he summons a cyborg to easily destroy the Dada and his legion. And it beats the Dada so quickly. Yeah. You sit there going, you want a little bit of fight? Nope, nope, nope. Just, pff, you're out. Come the on. Dadas are treated so badly <laughs> in this series. Like, hey, what's up? He's <laughs> like, well, these guys are like the stooges of uh, the galaxy. Jeez. Um, so then Rico arrives. K transforms into Thunderkiller uh, with Jeed fighting the two monsters as Royal Mega Master. Well, no, he, he started out as primitive. Right. 
and was no match. Right. And then became the Royal Yeah, it just went straight up to Royal Mega Straight past everything else, up to the Royal Mega Master. Right. And then what I wrote down is that now they're going to use this scepter, put other captains yeah. in the scepter. Yeah. And they had, and I had to write this down, Ultraman Jack had the Lance Spark. Sure. And then Ultraman Taro had the Storium Flasher, which was a cool effect. <laughs> right. And now you can see they're building this stupid scepter right. to be able to put capsules in. Right. So, and you said the scepter is about the same price as the belt. So now, so, yeah. do you, so you buy the scepter or do you buy the belt? You got to double up. <laughs> you got to double up, man. Come on, you can't. You got to double up. And I'm sitting it. there going, okay, I get it's toy porn. I get it. Oh, this episode is chock full of toy porn. Holy crow. And because they're coming to the end of the series, they're throwing whatever they can. Buy this stuff now, because yeah, you up. don't know what the next thing is going to be. Yeah, oh, there's another Ultraman after this, kids. Don't you worry. Yeah. But get this stuff, because yeah. then you can do all of these yeah. different attacks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oy. It's crazy. It's crazy. But, yeah, so um, let me get back to my uh, summary here. Um, so G destroys the uh, Zygarg with the Lance Spark, obviously, before defeating the... Thunderkiller again with the uh, story and Flasher. Kay is found by Arya. She attempts to offer his assistance to write the story, despite the man weakly lashing out at her. Right. And I mean, that's it just kind of ends. He uses such the a, two... Such a good episode. The two capsules to take care of Beats each him. monster. Yeah. You know, the, the Lance Spark that can't take care of one. The story and Flasher to take care of the other. And the story and Flasher is a cool weapon. Right. No doubt. But... I can see now that's just what they're going to do. Yeah. Is they're going to try to use different sheets, yeah. and then he's going to become the Ultra Mega Master King. Right. And then you have to incorporate other Ultramen into it. Into the, you just like put we're it right just into the pack scepter. as many things into this thing right. as we can. As we can, just so he, you, we can show you all the different designs that we can do. Yeah. 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 But we're coming to the end of the series, and somehow, K. Fukuhita is going to live through the series. Yeah. Because he's got to. Yeah. And they're going to show at the very end, because yeah. you already said that he's there's gonna, a G movie, yeah. somehow Belial is still going to be alive. Oh, he's got to. He's got to be. You, you don't right. kill the Joker. No, I, I understand that. But, I mean, they tried to show that he was destroyed somehow. Oh, so, plenty of times. Don't right. worry. Oh, but he can just He just come. won't stay dead. Like okay. Ultraman Zero says, you just won't stay dead. Okay. So, I mean, I, that's good what I villain see now. He's the master. No, yeah, just won't stay, stay dead. Dead comes back somehow, yep. and they use you know thin logic that you can kind of go fine. with. Thin is fine. <laughs> thin is fine. We're talking about a show that postulates giant monsters. Yeah, in a I mean, world where people are not constantly terrified. Yeah, and I, I, like you've said any number of Mike, times, I'm good with the giant monsters. Bad with the fire and outer space. Yeah. Here's the thing, like if. Would there people be people, attractive young women handing out balloons and cow costumes if there was a threat of a giant monster annihilation by monster foot at any particular time in your <laughs> life? Like, or would that just make you be like, you know what? Live Might life to well the fullest. I'm going to well hand out some balloons. Too. Yeah. <laughs> I would go there. I'd yeah. go live life to the fullest. Yeah. I could die tomorrow. Who cares? Don't worry about it. That's right. Giant yeah. monster, big deal, no problem. That's right. 
So I thought it was. I thought one thing I thought of uh, yesterday when I was working was I thought it was interesting how the use of the Dada in this particular one is he doesn't use any of his powers. Right, he just no reality monster. He's like, I'm gonna drive a robot this time and see if this doesn't yeah, work. <laughs> I mean, it works for a while. Yeah, but of course, eventually we know the Dada, like you said, he's just the stooge of every. Yeah. so it's it's not gonna work somehow. Yeah, at the end, it's just not gonna work. He's a heel. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, it was kind of nice to see him like in the cockpit doing something interesting, and uh, just I thought it was a different. Take on way of using the Dada, which yeah. I liked. You yeah, know? like you said, the Dada is still still goofy, still funny. Yeah, still good. But they now use this big scary robot instead of just a giant Dada. Yeah, like uh, you would think maybe like oh we're gonna fool Ultraman Gene into doing something or we're gonna you know do something crazy like you know you'd, you'd never know. Right, right. Like maybe we'll try to convince. Like you would think maybe they were gonna try to convince Fukuyama that. Um, Belial is back, or or anything, or anything really. use them in any other way. But no, it's just I'm gonna control this robot. Yeah, I'm just gonna use is, a giant robot. Right, exactly. It's fine. Okay, I, yeah, yeah. That's fine. I understand said, that. It, it was a decent episode. Not my favorite. Yeah, I'll no. give it that. You know, it's kind of a filler episode. Well, after the last three, the last three. Oh, the crow! Yeah. Come on, I mean, I know you're I asking. Ask for everything. I no, know. I can't. well, you could. Where would you put it? <laughs> <laughs> In That's the all. bigger house that I would ask for. <laughs> oh, see? I would also ask for storage. Exactly. <laughs> I, um, saw, I saw a very interesting um, thing about hoarding the other day. Oh. And how they kind of... One of the things they do for hoarding therapy is they tell people, like, what you have to convince yourself is you already own everything in the world. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you don't. You do. Everything. You own. No, no, no. You own everything. Everything you see is yours. Other people happen to be holding it for you. Ah. If you want to use that item, you pay a certain amount of money, and you have use of that item until you no longer need it. At which point, you can pass it on to someone, or they can rent it from you. I.e., you sell it off. I gotcha. And it gotcha. apparently seems to work really? for some people. Okay. You know, because they're like, I've got everything. What else do I need? You know, like, I don't have to put any more crap at home. Yeah, I'm, I'm very aware that if it wasn't for me, my wife would be a complete hoarder of everything. Yeah. That's I, why I can't have a coffee table. And I've told her this. I want a coffee table in the worst way. But as soon as I get one, it'll just have a pile of garbage on it. Just picture banana peels and coffee grounds. Well, look. <laughs> random pieces of paper yeah. that she needs. Gotta have it. Yeah, and I sit there going, no, no, you don't need them. You have a little space for them. You pay bills right away. You file those where you need to file them. Or scan them. Uh, scan them. you got to get a scanner, though. They're $50. I mean, yeah, but I mean, it, it, I know. Hold on. I know. <laughs> You've got one of these, right? Um, yeah. For, for listeners at home, Rich is holding up a cell phone. It can scan. There is a free app you can download called Cam Scanner. And, and it, scan you can take a picture of a document and it turns it into a PDF. It's amazing. Yeah, but you got to realize this is my wife who you think I'm antiquated. She horse. Yeah. <laughs> Just trying to help. You know, I get it. I get it. I appreciate it. But it, it is what it is. Yeah, no, I did that for my, my dad makes a little monthly spreadsheet. Yeah. And he's out of them. So I took a picture of it and I'm like, I'll print some more for you. <laughs> there you go. Can't be that hard. But yeah. 
But yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Paperless. Uh, you've seen my desk. <laughs> it doesn't work. Oh my goodness. So yeah, I thought I thought it was a pretty good it was a pretty good episode. Yeah. Um let's go to our monster minute for Zygorg. Right. He was Which was awesome. He's got those eyes going down the side of his head. He was creepy cool. looking. Another big, big monster. They're really b- making They're big beefing them up. monsters because they realize the Ultramen are getting stronger and stronger. Right. We've got to make stronger and stronger monsters to at least be able to do something. Right. No, so, they're not going to win, but they got to no. be able to at least fight for a little while. 66 meters tall, 70,000 tons. Yes, yes. And it's all apparently in his thighs and butt. <laughs> well, he is bulky and he's wide. A, I mean, and he's got all those I'm not fat on didn't realize you were doing the wrong. That's alright. <laughs> yeah, get a load of that, you guys. <laughs> and then they also gave a quick monster minute on Ultraman Taro, who is yeah. 53 meters tall and 55,000 tons. Which I thought was kind of cool. And, like I said, they just showed a snippet of Taro, mm. so that way they could use the just use Storymium the Flasher. Yep. yep. So I'm sure somewhere else you've got the Taro... Or there's a whole series on Taro. 53 episodes, thank you. Yipper. (laughs) Yipper. All right. Uh, I told you, 10 years, Pat. (laughs) Minimally 10 years. That's assuming they don't bring out anything new. That was before Gene. (laughs) This put us 25 weeks back. (laughs) (laughs) 10 and a half years now. Come on. I know, we're going to be so old. That's fine. Oh, we're going to be watching this, this on some sort of weird holographic. Yeah. I'll take the aging. Sort of weird holographic screen. Yeah. Be like, where are we put these in our selectovision glasses, you know? <laughs> like, really, that's going to happen. <laughs> we, don't even have, we don't even have jetpacks, Pat. Let's be honest. The future's disappointing. <laughs> oh, they have jetpacks. They're just impossible to use. I said, we don't have Oh, jetpacks. we? Oh, I got you. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't need something that get me from here to ShopRite. Like, yeah, you want something that'll get you to work quickly and yeah. easily. I got you. We were discussing, as an aside, we were discussing what superpowers you would like to have. If you could have one superpower. Hmm. Now, somebody was like, a flight. Flight would be great. Nah, I'm not good with They're flight. like, I could fly to work. I'd save on gas. I'm like, in the winter, you are going to be so cold. <laughs> And he was like, oh, I hadn't thought of that. And I was like, also, what if you could only fly as fast as you could walk? <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's what I always thought is the downside of, yeah. He's like, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> See, what I would go for is immortality and eternal youth, because you got to have both. Okay. You know, does stay your, the same age I am, just live forever. Does your immortality come with an off switch? No. Oh, I know. That's it, a curse, dude. I don't it's know. It's a curse, at, but that's what I would want, is immortality plus eternal youth, because I don't want to age. I'm going to stay the age I am just forever. Okay. Now, if you... Um, okay, so you get to the point where the sun is about to burn itself out. By then, you have had enough time to create your own rocket to go somewhere else. Oh, okay. Wow, you're really thinking. Okay. <laughs> because you have... By then, you have made enough money, now that you don't have to worry about dying ever, you know you're living forever. Right. You buy 
real estate at whatever price, it doesn't matter because you're going to make eventually money. Eventually, it'll come up. It'll make money eventually. Yeah. And you'll be rich. So you can build a rocket of whatever size you want because yeah. you're that rich. And you can go wherever you want in said rocket because you, don't, you won't die on the way. Die on the way. You just have to wait. It'll be boring. Gotcha. Okay. A couple of things. One, what happens... If you don't eat, what happens? I know you don't die, but you drive yourself berserk with hunger. Yes. Okay. You're going to drive yourself berserk. There's no doubt. Two, what happens if you go completely insane in the rocket ride and then you're, you land on whatever planet it is and you're just this weird, indestructible lunatic? Yeah, well, I mean, that, that's a definite downside, but... <laughs> I'm not arguing that. Like, I'm not, not saying these aren't, you know, it's a, a perfect plan. Yeah. But they ask what the super, the, yeah, I would want, that would be it. Immortality with eternal youth. Or eternal, where I am right now. Yeah. I realize I'm not going to. So you put the kibosh on the, on the aging, and then you can also never die. Right. I would want to never die, but I'd like to be able to have an out at some point. Like, if it gets to be too much. Yeah, but see, I can go. All right, I'm coming home. That's it. I'm done. Okay. Like, okay. Right, like, but it's up to me. Like, I would. Yeah, like, you, you know. get to decide when you die, so you know the one weakness that you have. Yeah, I got you. That's fair enough. Cannolis. No. But <laughs> <laughs> Butter rum ice cream. Yeah, the one thing that will kill you yeah. no matter what. Yeah. Would you like to try some ice cream? What flavor is that? <laughs> it's um. It's Rocky Road. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Gotta pick something weird and obscure. If you were my dad, it'd be like pistachio. Oh, I love pistachio ice cream. Really. So does he. He loves pistachio ice cream. So much so that we went to the boardwalk recent, recently, last summer, and uh, we got soft serve. Oh, like, you want some soft serve? He's like, uh, yeah. And I'm like, you want um, vanilla or chocolate? Because it's soft serve. He's like, <laughs> pistachio. I'm like, do you want vanilla? Or chocolate. Because those are your soft serves. They don't have pistachio. I'm like, where have you ever had pistachio soft serve in your life? You can't. You can't. It's not a, enough of a big seller to have soft serve. I'm sure someplace has it, but no, Japan, maybe. Nah. Japan nah. is the land of weird food. I get that. But they have green tea Kit Kats. I get that. I'm, I'm, I'm all good with that. But on soft serve, you want it to move. <laughs> Quite if, literally, because it's soft. Well, <laughs> that too. But I mean, you want it to be able to sell. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. frozen stuff, hard stuff, you can keep. Yeah. Soft serve, you can only keep for so long because you do have to clean out those bins every once in a while. I just wonder if, like, what if it's a big, like a big flavor? Who knows? Well, I Who mean, knows? you can go to the little um, Froyo place. Yep. And they have weird flavors. So, you know, they change them out every once right. in a while. So they might have pistachio yeah, every once in a rare while, but yeah. not that often. Yeah. It's not a, that big. Oh, stuff. let me get you in the ground floor of my new business opportunity, which is a chain of frozen yogurt places that play exclusively cello music. I'm going to call it Froyo Ma. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. It's going to be great, you guys. I expect a cease and desist letter at any time. <laughs> All right, so powers and abilities. He's got a tough hide. Yeah, that was all in the middle of a monster minute, by the way. <laughs> of course. Um, uh, Zygorg's tail is spiked and can be used as a melee weapon. He can infect electronic devices. Oh, that's cool. We didn't yeah, get to didn't see, see that. that. Um, he has a lightning ray. Sure. That. He burrows uh, by firing the lightning at the ground. 
That's and he liquefies it and then he uses it to burrow underground. He has minion summoning spikes. Oh, that's cool. That is cool. They didn't show that, but that is cool. Oh, that's pretty neat. He has chest tendrils, which we also didn't see. He absorbs energy. He has a chest mouth that's... Chest mouth? Uh, yeah, look. Right here. He has a chest mouth. Okay. That's distinctly creepy. Okay. Uh, the best thing is it's... it's <laughs> where is it? Chest mouth. Zygor can open his chest to reveal a chest mouth. It's likely used for devouring. Giffing. As a chest mouth would probably <laughs> be. What else would you use yeah. a chest mouth? Not for light snacks. No, no, not devouring. Hey, could you just throw a couple of those boneless wings into my chest mouth? <laughs> That'd be swell. Why don't you use your mouth mouth? Come on. I just lost. <laughs> my chest mouth is sort of a grindy gizzard. Yeah, it sort takes of. time. So yeah. anything I put it's fine. takes time. It's fine. Spine projectiles. He can release the spines on his back. Oh, and they fly forward to be used as single spike projectiles. Much okay. like... Much like... Um, Porcupine. Yes, I was going to go with the uh, monster that had all the... The feathers. Who's oh, yeah, 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 him too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I just go with porcupine. He's got a mace hand, as we saw. And, um, yeah, so that's pretty neat. He apparently is also in Ultraman X. I didn't see that. We didn't watch all of Ultraman No, X. I know that. I know that. We're getting there. That's going to be what we tackle after once G is finished. Well, we'll I mean, polish off the, the rest of that. The question how soon after G do they come up with the next thing? July. Oh, so we have time. We have okay, some so time. We'll go back to pack it in. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get it done. Gotta get it done. Um, and I have a little bit. Oh, um, apparently, uh, by the time you hear this, uh, Viz Publications will be announcing something involving their Ultraman manga, uh, which is entering its last run right now. Oh, okay. The Ultraman comic book is ending its last run right now. So does that mean that they're going to put out another one, or... We, we don't, don't know, know yet. They uh -huh. just announced that there's going to be an announcement. That's a very Japanese thing to do. I gotcha. Get ready to get ready. <laughs> get ready for us to tell you something. Yeah. Okay. We gotta tell you something. That something is we're gonna tell you something. <laughs> okay. Um, what? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Alright, fine. <laughs> Now I'm hurt. My brain hurts. So. Exactly. Yeah. Can't you just tell us when you tell yeah. us? Yeah. <laughs> so. But yeah. Um, and I think I'm trying to think of something else. There was one other thing. Oh, the contest. The contest. Yes. Let me get let me get into the contest real quick, guys. Still running um, from now till December first. You send an email to um, science. No, ultramanpodcast at gmail .com. and uh, these. Subject line should be Ultraman Contest, I believe. Yeah, I'm I think that's check that real quick because I'm, I don't want to give anybody a uh, an incorrect thingy. This is me vamping. It did get us another subscriber, anyway. Nice. Who? Uh, Danielle Smith. Oh, there you go. I said, here, just subscribe to that and like us. Give us five stars. <laughs> you like us. She's like, maybe you'll be into it. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you might like it. Your kids will love it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kids love it. Um, okay, so um, let's see. Yes, Ultraman Contest is the subject line. I need your name, address, and phone number. We're not going to use it for any nefarious purposes. No. Phone number is only there in case we have some problems delivering the package. That way we can at least call you and find out what your preferred yeah. way of getting the darn. The hell's the matter with you? Yeah, yeah. What's your address? <laughs> anyway, what we have up for our giveaway is one vintage Banpresto Ultraman plushie. About the size of a softballish, 
Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, my personal copies of Ultra Fan and Kaiju Fan. Ultra Fan is the first issue, and Kaiju Fan is number ten. Okay. They are out of print, and they were well loved and read. So you're not looking at anything mint condition. Um, a brand new Bondi SSSP or Science Patrol VTOL space version model kit. Yes, very cool. Which I was buying for myself, but then decided I have really nowhere to put it, where it's not <laughs> going to get broken. And I was like, well, I'll give it away. It's fine. Uh, and uh, we just got a package the other day. Uh, Gazbot, the uh, artist Gaz Gretzky, has donated some great prints. I'm going to put pictures really of those up. very, very cool prints. There's a yeah. Balton. There's a Godzilla fighting Ultraman. Yes. There's a... Uh, beautiful Kensei uh, Spider-Man. Yeah, the the Toei Spider-Man. Yeah, very, uh, very it's cool. really great stuff. Um, and you know that's going to be good stuff. So it's going to be a lot of winners. You guys get those get those uh, get those entries in because it's free, and we're going to send you something. Yeah, we're, we're givers. We're good damn it, like that <laughs> givers. <laughs> yes. Um, we give and we give and what do we get? We get you to listen. That's right. We get more and more people to listen. So that's and you you say to yourself, Rich. Pat, how can we help the Science Patrol? I'm glad you asked. We're not asking for your money <laughs> yet. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> in all seriousness, we're not asking for your money. What we are asking for is for you to spread the word. Tell everybody you can about the Science Patrol. Please rate, like, and subscribe. Uh, it's important. Um, the more people listen, and maybe more people will uh, support the show in a fiduciary manner. And we might even get a sponsor. That would be maybe. nice. <laughs> so, Ultraman manga is, uh, it will actually, by the time you hear that, it's not going to be because it's uh, teasing a big announcement December 1st. Oh, so this is right after our contest, is when they're telling Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, two you things to look forward to, you guys. <laughs> yeah. So, the series has been running since 2011 and has 10 volumes in print. Um,. The December Wait, issue of since 2011 is six years ago. Only ten volumes in they're, print. Oh, they're decently sized. Oh, yeah, they okay, gotcha. they they do like trade paperback. So they oh. put out a week. I think it's a weekly that comes out in Japan or monthly, and then they stomp it all together. Oh, I got one you. And a half here. Okay, okay, that makes yeah, a lot yeah. more sense. Um, let's see. Uh, where was it? The 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 manga series follows the son of. The Ultraman from the '60s, who discovers that he's inherited his father's awesome powers. Okay, fair so it is. It is Shin Hayata's son. Okay, so that should be interesting. Um, let's see. Decades ago, being known as the Giant of Light merged with Shin Hayata of the Scientific Special Search Party or the Science Patrol. Right. Um, to that, that would not have made a good podcast. Title. No, 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 no. Scientific Special Search Party. Yeah. Way too much words. Ugh. Science Patrol is a lot easier. Yeah. yeah. To save Earth from an invasion of terrifying monsters known as kaiju. Now, many years later, those dark days are fading into memory, and the world is at peace. But the in the shadows, a new threat is growing. A danger that can only be faced by a new kind of hero. Of a course. new kind of Ultraman. Of course. Yeah, you like them apples. I do like them apples. I like them apples. I enjoy apples. <laughs> so, podcast recommendation this week. Um, I don't have any new ones. Sorry. No, I mean, I, I tried to listen to that No Such Thing as a Fish, yet didn't like it. No? Not even Give it a couple weeks. They're short episodes, and you can learn a lot of interest. They're half an hour. Yeah, that's short. I mean, you know, I've got so many other backdated episodes of other stuff. I know you like British humor. It's... Okay. I think I'm you got to give it a couple. I'll try to give it a But I'm going to recommend No Such Thing as a Fish. Thank you. Um, I was just going to pull up my podcast app and say, like, well, what do we want to do? Yeah, No Such Thing as a Fish is a British panel show. 
where four people from uh, QI, which I believe is a magazine known as Quite Interesting, okay, and uh, they just talk about interesting, weird facts. Um, they get around the microphones once a week, and they all discuss an interesting fact that they've learned and researched. Okay, fair enough. And uh, they are to try to give it because I tried to listen silly. to one and didn't find it humorous at all. But okay. I'll try to listen to two or three and yeah. see if anything else pops up. Yeah. Just okay, that's the fine. Last two or three. Yeah, give it a couple, but. Uh, yeah, I think that's a good a good place to leave this off next week. Dun, 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 uh, is the stolen nebula house. Yes, that's when K it looks like K actually gets down to the nebula house and causes whatever havoc he's gonna cause. Dark which is gonna be interesting. Yeah. And then we see uh, the personification of Rem. Right, 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 right. She bursts forth into flesh or Synthetic flesh. Synthetic flesh. Or hologram. We don't know. We'll find out. It's it's been very vague, you guys. (laughs) I don't know. But yeah, so that's it, guys. Have a really good week, and we'll see you in uh, about a week. And we're going to discuss the Stolen Nebula House, Sally Forth Science Patrol. Take care, everybody. Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. Terminalsunburn.bandcamp.com. Contact the Science Patrol on Twitter at Ultraman Podcast. Our email address is ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook. Search Science Patrol or Ultraman Podcast and we'll add you. The Science Patrol is available on iTunes at ultramanpodcast.com and wherever you get your podcasts. Please make sure you subscribe and tell your friends. I'm Barbara Rossi. The Science Patrol is a Faces for Radio production.